Why, man? Why'd you have to put it in ninth place? <laughs> <laughs> um, because after living in an apartment with two dogs, I do not like animals. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, no. The truth comes out. The guy's like fucking flabbergasted. You can't oh believe this is happening right now. going on my weeb and we bet interns welcome to the we power hour office our company focus is to help change your anime and manga taste to be much better than it previously was let me introduce you to some of the of our employees first up is our secretary that takes care of all the calls and office work lance hello we power hour can you hold hello we power hour can you hold hello all right. Well, he holds all the calls, so we actually don't get any calls through. So we actually don't know if we're making any business <laughs> plans. All of them hung up on me. Sorry, boss. <laughs> Great. Well, now we're fucked. Uh, okay, moving on, moving on, moving on over here. Next up, if you have any questions on any of your work uh, as you work here, please ask your senpai that has been working here for 69 years, uh, Matt. Can you can someone help me get pushed off the roof? So I don't go to hell. <laughs> all right, move on. That's he's just joking. He's just joking. He does that all the time. He's been doing it for six to nine years. Uh, moving on, moving on. All right, finally, this is the manager of this floor. He has been at this position for over four hundred and twenty minutes, and he has over a thousand packs of instant noodles in his desk. So if you need one, just ask. It's Kai. Wait, wait is it lunchtime? What? All right. Okay. All right. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go get my lunch. See you guys. Bye. Just to let you guys know, he's always clocked out for lunch. He's never clocked in for work, so we don't even know what he's doing here for. But he's the manager, so we're just Whoop. gonna go with it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I'm your greedy CEO, Peter. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the We Power Hour. This is episode twenty. Uh, we are on post uh, New Year's uh time we pretty much uh failed all our new year's resolutions uh but what we haven't failed at is watching anime and pretty much doing nothing else uh but uh, it's good to be back first episode of the of the of the new year that's not the award show um but uh we'll get started with uh some news of the week uh first up uh, they finally found out what the stolen scene was that sparked the Kyoto Animation arson attack. Uh, so if you guys don't know, uh, Kyoto Animation uh, was uh, was attacked back in the summer of 2019. Uh, the corporate Shinji Aoba was caught the same day and he admitted that his goal was to kill as many people as possible. So uh, the reason for, uh, for him to attack uh, Kyoto Animation was because uh, apparently they... Kyoto Animation stole a scene from him. Uh, and then they finally were able to uh, identify what that scene was. So uh, it is from a scene in Surune's episode 5. Uh, the scene shows teammates Minato and Nanao shopping for the club. Minato suggests buying things that are close to the expiring date since they are cheaper for which Nanao praises him. Then the characters proceed to talk about another member of the club. Uh, so as you guys can see not 
any stretch of an imagination of an amazing scene uh to be worked up over but uh what do you guys think of uh this guy literally trying to kill hundreds of people and an amazing uh, animation studio over this scene i hope that it was worth 33 people's lives on your hands like that is super fucked yeah um on well on one hand though i'm happy that at the very least we got to the bottom of like why this guy did what he did the answer is like horrible like that that's like imagine the families reading this and then yeah. this is like his reason to set fire and, and kill innocent people that's that's atrocious yeah and so for the for the people who are listening and not really watching um it's literally a guy holding up two pack like packages of meat you know should we pick this one or should we pick this one you know and that's literally the scene like it could happen in literally any slice of life anime that you know you go to the grocery store mm-hmm. so it's it's honestly like I was thinking it was something like this scene because I heard about it when this whole thing happened back in uh, 2019. Like, it was like some artwork that was, you know, they were saying it was copying it or it had similarities. And now that I've seen it, I'm actually just like, really? Like, yeah. Like, it, it's, 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 it's just a plain Maybe. Yeah, it's just a fucking plain ass scene. It's not even anything like worthy of uh talk maybe 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 this is just a start maybe this is just like this is the one scene of like many that uh that they stole from or you know how crazy people get you know they just feel like they're entitled to it so then once you see someone uh doing the same thing they're doing then there's like no no that's my idea and then they go crazy so it's kind of wild it's kind of logical no matter how you look at it absolutely so but uh uh glad that Kyoto animation is slowly uh coming back it did come out with uh, the violet evergarden movie um i think we are still waiting for that one to be like fully subbed so then we can all watch it together uh but we're all looking very forward to how beautiful uh a violet evergarden movie will be and uh whenever Kyoto animation comes back uh to start doing animes again we uh would definitely probably have them in our top 10 power rankings so uh, but moving on to the next <clears throat> bit of news, uh, it's going to go a little bit rapid fire. I uh, just wanted to get out uh, three mangas that finally got uh, anime adaptation uh, green lights. Uh, first up, the very popular and uh, very well received and one people have been waiting for probably the longest uh, other than Horimiya. Uh, uh, Komi-sama <laughs> or uh, Komi-san cannot communicate. Um, this is one of these mangas where it's just like uh, very episodic through the chapters and it's about this girl, uh, Komi-san. Uh, she's very beautiful, uh, very, um, uh, I wouldn't want to say charismatic, but popular. But she yeah. is a scaredy cat. She can't talk to people uh, and she's only popular just because she's very beautiful and everyone just assumes uh, everything about her even though she uh, can't defend herself or tell them otherwise. Um, but she meets uh, one of her classmates, uh, Tadano, and he is your average Joe. Uh, average in every way, shape, or form. Average scores, average uh, uh, athletic ability, average looks. But he has this uh, weird ability to understand uh, Komi-san 
uh, without her communicating anything. So the whole premise of the sh of the manga is for her to make a hundred friends. That was a uh, that's her goal. So uh, this manga has been going on for quite some time, and uh, she's still not at a hundred, like not even close to a hundred. So uh, I don't know when the end for that manga would ever be, but um, yeah. So uh, don't know exactly when uh, they will have the official date, but it will be coming. Um, and another one, uh, story demo Ayumi wa Yosa Tekeru. Uh, this is the same maker of uh, Takagi-san. This is about uh, kind of like a shogi's, I believe it was a senpai in Kohai. I think Lance has read this yeah, one, this, right? Um, so the only two members of the uh, shogi club. Uh, and so just like um, uh, Takagi-san, it's a episodic romance just based on the two. and and uh a never-ending loop of no progression but yeah. um it's a uh, just in the same spirit of uh, same authors of course you can expect like similar um humor in the the writing it's it's really good um i think this one takes place in um uh i'm not sure if this is like uh the third year in middle school or high school even but um i think they're a little bit older than takagi-san so uh first year of high school yep. yeah so the subjects they touch on is a little bit more mature um <laughs> And uh, it's also uh, basically like gender swap Takagi-san. So the boy is the one who's the very mm -hmm. confident one, and the girl is uh, she's just trying to like keep up with him. And uh, I think play the, shogi at the same yeah, play time. shogi. So she's the master shogi player. He's the one who <laughs> is trying to learn. Uh, so they have like an interesting power dynamic between the two of them. Yep. So uh, another another good. Um, uh, romance slice of life uh, to come out uh, they did have a year to, uh, to date so 2022 will be the release date for it uh, so we'll definitely look out for that one as well and then the final one um, the same author as uh, Magi uh, has uh, her new manga out Orient is also getting a TV anime adaptation um, I believe this one is in the same sense with Magi there's like crazy cool battle scenes and uh magic uh and much of stuff that's like that so this one is like a very heavy uh battle uh story and i know a lot of people have been waiting for it as well so there is no release date yet but i assume probably late 2021 uh early 2022 so uh please Look out for those uh, three big mangas finally hitting it to the, to your TV screens. Uh, and finally, we're going to move on to the final manga news of the week. Attack on Titan manga ends on April 9th after 11 years of being uh, serialized. So yeah, they finally have an end date for that thing for like yep. uh, maybe like the past like year or so. People were starting to sense the ending of the manga. So there were all these theories like okay pacing wise how much chapters are we looking at um and uh this is actually pretty accurate to a lot of people's theories they were thinking it was going to end in 2021 um like early mm. so uh yeah it's finally coming to an end this i feel like um this is I, i'm okay no, like no pun intended it's like one of the tight like one of the titan series in manga that people have been watching or fans have been following for 11 years now so to see yeah. it finally have an end date that is like an event 
what can I compare that to? Um, maybe like when Bleach was ending, like yeah. just such a, a journey. Just just all the big uh, like Shodan type uh, manga like that. Like I remember when Naruto was uh, was coming close to an end, and people were like freaking out because like naruto has been like in their lives forever yeah probably like one of the ones they started out watching anime and then now it's all gone uh yeah it's it's probably gonna be that same feeling so um the 34th and final volume of uh, attack on titan will ship on june 9th uh and then you can probably uh be able to get those uh in english uh a couple months after so are you uh, are you excited though, Lance? Are you excited to finally be done? Yeah, I mean, the one that's um, like the unlike most a lot of other it. series, like shonen series, where um, I feel like in the shonen genre, um, the stories are designed to kind of just go on indefinitely until they get mm-hmm. canceled. Um, Attack on Titan, though, I think every fan agrees that it, we were all looking forward to the ending. Um, yeah, yeah, the, it was like some shonen manga. Yeah, it's actually a good comparison. Some shonen manga is about the journey. Attack on Titan has always been about the ending, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Getting the final answers, getting a resolution to the conflict. And uh, this is something I'm really into, like eagerly anticipating. Yeah. Okay, wait. Hold up, hold up, hold up. We're watching the anime right now called The Final Season. Yeah. And according to my rough mental calcul, to my quick mass, wouldn't mm-hmm. the anime end before the manga ends? It will. So does it that will. mean it's a final season and then we're going to have the, the final movie for anime maybe? That's, well, a big, the, that's another big theory that's going around right now. Yeah, so that's not we're not entirely sure how that would go. Right? I don't know if like maybe I, there, there hasn't been any news. I, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that they're just going to do the whole season without any parts. Um, but if they do that i would assume be the case is that they would break up the final season uh to slow it down a little bit it's kind of curious the um how they've you know set out this final season and yet um like mathematically it doesn't take a genius to figure out that the episodes they're putting out the pacing they're going right now if you look at the episode count you know where we where the manga is catch up too fast it can't possibly um fit what the manga has in store in 16 episodes so then, you know, that begs the question, like, are we going to have another 16? Yeah. Is there going to, are they going to attempt this impossible task of fitting all this into 16 episodes with the pacing they're setting out right now? Or is there going to be like a hidden season that they have not even mentioned yet or a movie that they have not even mentioned yet? So it's a very, it's very curious what's going on right now with this final season. A movie would, I think financially would make the, the, most sense because you're looking yeah. at demon slayer and you're looking how amazing and how much money that brought in like like that that movie's canon that is like that is an arc that like happened yeah. right after the ending of the the anime so if they can make so much money that like over like took all like the studio ghibli movies and your name you know like it killed all of them in the box office it hasn't <laughs> even been a full year yet yeah. that's been out so like if you demon Slayer got hype, why can't Attack on Titan? You know, like I think it's gotta be a movie, right? I think right? so too. Yeah, because like, like the Attack on Titan is literally a symbol of Japan at this point. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like Just Japan, everyone's like survey corpse. 
Yeah, like honestly, Japan Japan loves Attack on Titan. Like, like, like we were talking at like uh, on another, another podcast about like Demon Slayer and how my mom even knew about Demon Slayer. But I'm pretty sure yes, my yes. mom probably knows about Attack on Titan as well. You know? Yeah, like, it's that that's popular. true. No, they've yeah. uh, they've made parks based on Attack on Titan. They've yeah. erected statues in like yep. towns that vaguely resemble Attack on Titan. <laughs> Attack on Titan scenes. Yeah. Um, people love this thing it's like getting to the point i feel like where it's becoming like ubiquitously known almost like it's like as well known as like the big three i feel like yeah like if and you said I attack mean, on time they would like no no that's the manga yeah and i mean like come on attack on titan on the big screen you know like probably like post covid times but like attack on titan on the big screen like surround sound and you get to see them flying all over the place a massive and budget behind it yeah exactly just in front of your eyes dude that will like people probably be crying in that movie theater at the end just how beautiful it would be so you know we'll we'll see how that one goes yeah okay so that is all the news that we have for this week uh next up we'll move to the media roundup of the week it's a segment where we talk about anything we watch or read outside of our top 10 anime ranking board. Um, and I know the guys are salivating about Attack on Titan episode 5. I'm going to slow you guys down real quick because that will probably take up the whole episode. Um, <laughs> let's talk about some other lesser animes uh, first. Uh, and then we'll jump right back onto the Attack on Titan train. Um, but first up, we'll do Quintessential Quintuplets uh, Season 2. Uh, we watched the first episode, me, Lance, and I believe Matt has as well watched it. I still have to watch it, but All you right. guys can talk about it. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but yeah, so we watched the first episode and I'm just going to pass it over to our rom-com connoisseur, Lance, because uh, he, uh, he debated me. I asked him <laughs> if he wanted to watch uh, this season and he told me, hell the fuck no that shit is trash just you read have the to manga. string me up and shoot me before i yeah. watch the second season of that trash and, and then, then literally <laughs> before anime night he was just like hey did you watch the first episode of quintessential quintuplets i'm like you told me you weren't gonna watch it and he's like yeah, yeah i, I watched it i did that thing where i lie to you um yeah. so i went ahead and watched it and it was fantastic <laughs> um it's amazing um so they have a new studio animating. They have a new director. Yep. The only thing um, that's the same, I think, is the voice cast, really. Um, yeah. Thank God, because they have literally an all-star cast. They got Kanahanazawa. They've got um, Aoi. Uh, that's Iroha's uh, yeah. voice Kirito. actress. They got Kirito in the lead role. Um, like People would kill for this collection of talent in their voice. Um but the uh the animation that's something that was uh i felt was lacking in the first season it just it felt a little bit like generic the animation it felt like every other harem and uh the one thing that stood out to me the most about quintessential quintuplets is the manga art and the the way that they just draw scenes and they pace it it's like a head above other of its other uh titles of its genre and i feel like this studio and this director they get it um, yeah, it's plain to see they got a different color palette in the animation. They got different uh, the comedic timing. I feel like it's paced better. Um, Peter, what did you think of it when you saw it? 
Uh, I felt the same way. Like when when you pointed out that uh, Futuro had a different hair color, I was like, "What? It's not like that weird blue anymore." And it's like just black. And it's like the reason they made a black is so they made his eyes gold. Yeah, to make it more striking. Very, yeah, a very striking um, uh, face he has now. Yeah. So, and I remember like there was a lot of scenes in the manga where. Uh, when he would want to bully or like he wants to like punish any of the sisters for failing a test or like doing something they're not supposed to be doing uh he has a very distinct glare when he looks at them and i feel like now when you're looking at it in in anime form like it you can feel like how much like he like oh i i want to punish you right now because you failed your fucking test you're not supposed to fail your fucking test (laughs) Um, just like the visual uh yeah visually the anime looks a step above now and i'm yep. really happy for that because uh the second season tackles i think two of my favorite arcs um back to back for the entire manga yeah um i'm interested to see if they're gonna uh, complete it in this season but i have a feeling it, it might yeah. cut off right before uh I, I don't know maybe the final two arcs or so yeah, I, I it, it's probably going to be focusing on on the what like like Lance said. I also believe this this coming arc is probably the best arc that they've had. Uh, they're probably going to focus all that in that season, and then maybe like clean up the last two arcs because the two arcs are like those two aren't as strong, and I feel no. like those ones can be kind of like let's cut out the fat a little bit and just kind of like breeze through it and like kind of be done with it uh, by season three. So um but yeah i'm man everyone looks so good each ichika nino miku yotsuba itsuki oh man <laughs> yeah my baby girls dude my baby girls they're already great um and i'm glad i'm happy that um uh the animation or the anime is looking better than the first season because i feel like this manga really deserves it and this is like a series that me and peter uh one of the first series we've said before that uh we followed like closely together uh mm-hmm. we watched it from uh, we read it from beginning to end so um, this is kind of a special series to me personally and uh, i'm really happy with how it's turning out yep yep i heard um uh, like a viewer or something asked the author why do all the characters have big titties and then the author replied because i like big titties Hey, that's why you make quintuplets, right? They're all the same. <laughs> They're, all They're literally same. all the same. Yeah. So I can make... There's now zero excuse not to have big titties everywhere yeah like yeah. if one of them has small titties we're like well they're not really a quintuplet then right well i'm pretty sure like quintuplets or even twins can have like different I body mean, you can be for terms so that's yeah that's that's totally too. a very common but thing but this is whatever. but that yeah you whatever that, that's stupid also like the way they like in the manga the way they draw these girls like in the anime you see them have like very different shades of color here like all like usually pink or orangish but in the in the in the manga they you know it's it's black and white you can't really tell you only thing you can tell is their their hairstyle they're all different but uh there are a lot of scenes where they'll wear wigs and they'll look similar to another sister to fool uh, the main character Futuro so uh, that hijinks is like very like very interesting to see so I kind of want to see how they do in anime form I wonder if they're going to switch voice actors uh, to make oh. it sound like this voice actor or this character is actually oh, this character yeah you know that was one of the fun parts of um, 
just you, know, you didn't know who it was you can yeah. play like mind games with the viewer and see yeah. like how well they know the the quintuples themselves exactly so, uh, so i'm i'm curious to see what they're due for especially for people who don't read the manga like like you guys know me man once i hear like kanahanazawa say a syllable i i was like fuck i know it's her i love her and i'm just like i gotta watch the rest of this but you know for other people like you know it's not as parent but uh like if your favorite voice actress is in here and she's trying to play a different character and she's voicing it then it's just like well then they swapped they swapped the characters for whatever reason it gets like it's the the mystery isn't as fun anymore uh, as it would be in the manga so uh that's what I, that's what i'm looking kind of forward to because there's a lot of like girl like sister sister like tia and tamara like i'm gonna swap uh lives to like uh do something else uh so uh interesting to see um but moving on uh to another anime that started uh this season uh skate eight or skate to the infinity or sk infinity or ska whatever you want it there's a lot of fucking uh (laughs) names for this one uh i'm the only one that watched this one i i kind of wanted to try to watch um a lot of the animes that almost made it to our top 10 rankings to see if we had fucked up somewhere down the road and i try to convince the guys i know uh like we fucked up last season with uh akadama drive and moriarty so uh i took it upon myself let's do the three anime rule and watch all the other ones that were very close to making to the cut uh ran out of time uh for a good chunk of them i did watch uh some others they're not as good so i'm not even going to talk about them but (laughs) this one skate eight oh what uh what an episode not what i expected this is literally like the tony hawk uh like pro skater games in anime form like all the characters all the skaters are so unique and they're crazy looking and it's very it's just it just feels very like punk like skateboarding like there's like rap music going around stuff like that the music's fantastic uh and the animation is beautiful the way they skateboard down uh this thing called the s which is basically like a road racing mountain kind of like initial d road racing mountain where like they they uh race down this mountain and whoever loses has to give up uh something uh personal or some kind of bet that they have to make and it has to be all equal so um the the characters are pretty uh the the dynamic between the two main guys are is funny and it feels natural and yeah the skating the skateboard animation is insane i did not expect uh for them to have this kind of budget but it's studio bones that was working on this so i'm just like well yeah there you go fucking course so um i would definitely want to keep this in the media roundup i would try to get you guys to watch episode one and see if you guys like it i think you guys would like it more than you expect it it's like what sport climbing goes should have been like dynamic movements no static like shots like characters are interesting to look at there's no cute girls yet but hopefully there will be um that's kind of sucks not gonna lie yeah and and (laughs) and 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 like the the sport aspect is uh it's it's very interesting and uh the opening slaps so uh yeah i would definitely try to get the guys to watch it and we'll see how it goes okay um 
but I'm gonna stop talking. These guys have been looking on their phones. They're fucking bored. They want to talk about Attack on Titan. Yeah. So here we go. Is it time? Here we go. Set the dog loose. One hour, uh, an hour and a half discussion on Attack (laughs) on Titan episode. No, you didn't. We asked for it. (laughs) But hey, just so you know, you know, for any any like listeners out there, you guys really like Attack on Titan. We know that because you guys have. Uh, liked and retweeted Lance's Attack on Titan tweets uh, this past <laughs> week like crazy. No, f- only one follower though, which is really fucked up for you guys. But thank fun. you for that one follower. It's happening. Uh, but you guys on? are hyped on Attack on Titan. We're also hyped on Attack on Titan. So let's set the mood. Episode five, Aaron and Reiner finally get to talk to each other. Uh, the the Turbo family, Tabol family, uh, pretty much announced their plan uh to find Aaron uh and kill him so they can all be saved uh at the end uh let's uh let's start with let's start with Matt first how do you feel about the episode since you and I are the only ones that haven't read uh Attack on Titan uh, up to this point so uh were you surprised in any way shape or form from this episode um no i was by the title i was like declaration of war so i was i was figuring that was gonna happen with the tiber family and aaron too but mm-hmm. what i was waiting for the moment i saw aaron i was like yes he get his leg back <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the whole thing you took out the whole it episode he, he grew his, his leg, leg back, back though yeah it was, it was nice to see his, his level of mastery over his power. He can pull yeah. stunts like that, where he just uh, stops his own regeneration. That's yeah. That's uh, yeah. That was kind of crazy. But um, I think for me, the I don't want to say the most surprising part, but like the the part I'm I'm like was really hyped on was uh, was Armin. Like that's the um, like, he did he yeah as he was like, looking now. Yeah, he's just he's like just like this like really tall like big shoulder guy, and I was like, Ar- Ar- Armin, is it is is that you? Like I I like I was like it could that be him? And but then like the way like he just uh like knows how everything is going, and like it, the fact that the was it was it the cart titan the pe- pe- uh, peak peck? peak peak yeah the fact that she kind of like hey you look familiar, and I was like oh here we fucking go like i was like this time dude now we're the ones fucking crashing in on your fucking walls and then we're gonna bring in a fucking titan and then you're gonna eat your mom for breakfast i was like oh oh here we fucking go dude so uh but let's uh let's pass it over we'll hold off on lance because i feel like he he's the one that's going to explode the most uh we'll go with kai uh like next. Aaron did all over yeah, yeah all over everyone <laughs> and everyone um, else let's uh let's hit it with kai next hey kai you finally yeah. like the fucking opening now right i did but honestly i like the ending better uh, okay well that's fine the ending's really good ending is like better the ending the opening, it, it is like how how dramatic like this like definitely this arc is such so so much more emotional you know like mm-hmm. a sad boy reiner dude like you you feel for him like the whole time like when Aaron's just like you know you had no choice 
right and then he keeps yeah. repeating it and you know you think about you know all the things that happened that led up to this and it's true like he honestly had no choice especially looking at how you know the five warrior kids are being grown up and everything yeah it's a child of war so that's just uh yeah. how both of them are raised up to be and like whole episode is just you know the co- okay for me another point that i want to hit on is the contrast of what tyburn is saying on stage with what aaron is talking about to reiner i can't i can't, right. I can't remember like the full quotes and stuff but it's an exact opposite of what tyburn saying and what aaron's saying and it like i don't know it felt so good like seeing it animated and seeing that that contrast to what goes Tyburn and then you see Aaron basically yeah, you saying can, the same thing. Yeah, you can feel that anxiety like building because like if it's it's kind of like you see like a bowl like getting filled with water and you can see it like slowly rising like about to spill over the bowl and you're like oh uh, are you gonna are you gonna stop are you gonna stop pouring water and it's like no no I'm just, just gonna keep pouring yeah and it starts overflowing and then you're just like oh oh no oh no look at all this mess and. <laughs> And, and then like, he came out. Man, I just I just can't get over how sad Reiner is. I mean it hurts. He's done nothing wrong, right? Like I know yeah. I know he like he could have quit the mission uh years back, right, when they were kids and he could have just went back home and stuff like that. But like he wanted to complete the mission, not just to exactly. be a hero, but to, you know, give his family a better life yeah yeah, and to save the world like he doesn't know any better exactly like i love that kind of contrast in anime gundam has this a lot but that's the reason why i like gundam where it's like two sides doing the same thing yeah they're not it's like neither of them are bad yeah they just have opposite uh uh sides of the coin so so good all right let's I'm letting the dog out. All right, go ahead. Bite All right, every, let's bite go. off. <laughs> Set me loose. Set me loose. Um, Let me out. So I did a little poll on um, Twitter, and I know uh, 32 votes is not all encompassing, but I did want to mention that um, the posi- the reception for the season so far has been uh, overall positive. Um, from like 32 votes that we collected, that's not a lot, but um, like almost 80 percent of people are feeling positive about the season. Mm-hmm. um and i'm feeling the same way um this i think every single episode so far has managed to impress me and this is kind of like the the beginning of like so we've had like the icing uh, or rather i guess the cake and now here's the icing um starting this this real uh war with Aaron. um mm-hmm. and i think uh like kai said this has been a very insightful episode one for um uh now all the cards are on the table um we know about the politics in marley and now we know where aaron's um where his opinions lie uh going forward i think one of the nicest things to learn about aaron so far is that the moment i think it shocked me the most is he forgave reiner that he um has it showed that he's matured enough that he uh he's walked in his, uh there's a saying uh, don't judge a man unless you're willing to walk a mile in his shoes and mm-hmm. um aaron has done that he has infiltrated marley he's walked amongst the people of his quote-unquote his enemy and uh he's come to his conclusion and we see that at the end of the episode his conclusion is um you know we are not different we're not so different no 
and yet we cannot be at peace with each other exactly. and i think that's really heartbreaking um for him to look at reiner basically his mirror image and say i understand you i forgive you and yet i have to, to kill everything that yeah i have to kill lived and protected all for. these innocent people to protect you know the people i care about exactly and yeah it just goes back to what like kai was saying about gundam right that's all what gundam's about and that's what a lot of uh really good anime when you get like that really good antagonist like they're doing it not just because they're evil they're doing it because they have a good reason to and it yeah. makes you feel connected to them better this was a uh, kind of a beautiful episode i it think uh, just like a really like a pinnacle of isayama's writing um of being able to show like two characters motivations and then how they come to a head mm-hmm. um and i love uh Tiber. like he uh spoiler he died but <laughs> his role in the story and what he represented i feel like like he's a brilliant character um, yeah like such a important piece of the history that is like the world of attack on titan um, it, it also felt poetic in 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 some forms right like the way he was like like explaining the truth of the titans right he had like the music playing and the band was like oh, all playing at the same an time amazing spectacle the yeah. the 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 shadow play and then the actors coming in it just felt like this huge theatrical plan and then all of a sudden all that disappears just him and he's yeah. standing there and he's telling them it's like i told you the truth now follow me to freedom and i'm just like whoa like that was just like i like i don't want to say i wasn't expecting that but i was expecting like probably like a like a somewhat like more tame response i didn't expect him to be like all right Aaron, he's our fucking uh bad guy. We gotta get him. Like I told you the truth, I may have failed as like you know one of the most influential families of uh, this country, but like follow me to war kind of thing. I was kind of expecting him to be more uh pacifist in in a way, but uh to see him try to declare war, like I wonder if he didn't do that, if he took a pacifist route, like would Aaron change his mind? like i I wonder if like when aaron's listening downstairs in the cellar that his decision was on what he was going to hear at uh this announcement and if if the that if the tobo family just decided like you know what we're not going to fight them they wanted peace like we're gonna like try to do some kind of peace treaty or just leave them alone aaron just be like all right reiner i forgave you and just like just disappeared like what, I don't know. What do you guys think? Or you think Aaron was just like just straight up already the moment he was? There was uh, a pointed moment um, when I think you can see that Aaron made up his mind. It was, um, and it was uh, not just Reiner mirrored um, Aaron, like uh, like we were saying too. Like aside from Tiber's speech, um, uh, Tiber himself and uh, what he values is he's pretty much Aaron, but like in a mm. born in a different place under different circumstances under different circumstances he has this power which is you know his his typer family and his right. influence uh, being like the spokesperson for like the powerless eldians he's like the only person with any influential political power yes yeah. all this power he can change the world and um uh he had like this one quote it was um he was explaining that 
you know, the world is shit. Um, this is the truth. This is the unfortunate truth. But I don't want to die. I yeah. want to live. And the reason I want to live, my people, is because I was born into this world. And that is something that Aaron heard um, when he was younger from um, uh, Keith, Shad- uh, Keith Shadis. Uh, it was he's uh, it was from a story of his mother uh, talking about Aaron and the mother said he's special in every way he doesn't have to be strong he doesn't have to be um, a hero he's special just the way he is and that's because he was born into this world Um, so they both have like this the quote represents like their value for life Mm -hmm. and that um, even if things are shitty even if things are rough you have to fight for you know what you value in your life exactly. so i think that's when aaron's like his will or his motivation like solidified that he has to take out tyber um and there's no going back is when he knew that tyber is the kind of person who thinks like him and he yeah. won't stop at anything exactly and he would destroy everything in his way yeah he to would destroy everything he aaron wants. cares about um to see through what he believes in just same with aaron knows that he he would do the same thing he would destroy anything to protect what he believes in oh boy this is gonna be a fucking wild wild ass ride i would like to say one more thing just because i go ahead y'all notice it but they said the title in in the in in anime and i was like they said it yeah (laughs) you know they're like it's the cockpit you know (laughs) like because like in the anime like for like i'm pretty sure in like the first two seasons they don't call they don't say the title at all it did and it's i thought i always assumed attack on titan right that's the title right it's like attack of the titans and i never understood why they call it attack on titan right but now like it's the name Shingeki no Kyojin literally just means the attack titan. Oh. It's like, you know how they have, like, the, the cart titan, the, right. yeah. the armored That's, titan? That is Eren's Eren's the, uh, Eren's the attack titan, which is Shingeki no Kyojin. Oh. Yeah. They actually explained so, that in um, the end of last season. Yeah, yeah, they did in the last season. But, you know, hearing it again is like, they said the title, you know? Yeah, yeah, you are one of those people that get yeah. happy when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> I guess we'll, we'll we'll end it with Matt. Um, what do you think is going to happen uh, next week? Um, I I just looked at the preview. The Warhammer Titans going to fight Aaron. Yeah. So so since that that's the one that's part of the the tobo family right tiber so family, yeah. uh, tiber family yeah yeah yes. so one of those people that were in that room is the the yeah so <laughs> that time yeah so i mean the warhammer time is such a valuable power to the family that they actually keep it a secret from to the rest of the world like which one in the family has the power oh, um, i hope it's one of so, those bratty kids yeah so we'll see um who has the power and uh yeah they're gonna uh, it looks like Aaron's going to be preparing to fight them next episode. <clears throat> just, mm, I hope I hope Arben uh, takes a shot too. Just comes out with this colossal titan and just like fucking this like belly flops onto like half the city and just be like, "Whoa, hell yeah! I got a ten. Just kill everyone." But uh, yeah, I, I'm excited. T- 
to see what's going on. I'm excited there's more allies coming in too. I know he's been like mailing uh everyone uh like probably like plans and like maps and like uh where to like hide and where to like come in from where their week is at so i'm excited to see the whole crew uh back together again uh after so long and then just uh just start killing people left and right so have you uh seen like the they actually in the promotional um like artwork they've already revealed what everyone's time skip art looks like which i thought was really not a good move it should be I a, did not. a secret okay I good uh I would avoid that uh, if you can, because uh, man, time skip designs—they are—they uh, are always hype whenever they show up. But uh, oh, I really, really like Attack on Titan's time skip. How long what is the time skip? Uh, four years. Four years. It's been four yeah. years since. Uh, I think uh, so. Overall, since the very first episode um, with Aaron, like you know, getting the the Attack Titan, I think all in all, it's been five years still. So um yeah so one year so, for and then they did time skip so it's been four years now so okay uh, just just to be clear okay the end of last season you know they're they're on the boat right on the in the anime they're on the boat to the new land or something and they they see like the the birds and shit as they see new land right so from that point it's been four years yeah so if we're okay. that left off um it's been four years gotcha 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 all right and they've been planning slowly planning and yeah. and, and uh in those four years um marley has been sending battleship after battleship to paradise island to uh, uh try to wipe them out for some reason they mysteriously they disappear mysteriously never they come, come broken yep so i wonder why but yeah so i'm excited i'm excited for next week so i'm, I'm so glad i i i didn't read the rest of it and i can just be surprised uh week yeah. in and week out so but uh yeah you're never so, surprised when you're watching anime huh yeah no for the most part that's why know, that's why it's, it. it's it's tough to do these like power rankings because like like i can't be excited about something i already know so there's like no anticipation so i can't like really like value the episode in that aspect because i'm just yeah. like it was a good episode but i already knew where all the twists and turns were so like like i have to like look at a lot of anime at, at a different light than uh, how you guys beater, do it as we say in sort of online <laughs> all right i'm just gonna accept that one and move on <laughs> watching you uh all right so uh we are finally done with the media roundup of the week uh if there are any anime or manga you guys want us to uh, watch or read please comment down below uh, you can hit us up on our social media as well. We will definitely uh, check it out and uh, maybe we'll talk about it in a future podcast. Uh, but we're going to finally move on to the meat of our show. Um, I know you guys missed it. Uh, I know I missed it as well. It is the anime power ranking board. Uh, so every season, uh, right before it begins, we choose 10 anime that we want to watch together. Uh, and then every week uh, we rank them through 1 through 10 so uh let's get into it uh number 10 obviously will be dr stone because uh, it did not release uh, its episode uh this current week so it i was will gonna be... vote at number one just because you know w all right would that have just... made you mad i that would have... absolutely would have 
thrown away your vote and we just like throw bones into the fire and you like try to fortune tell like when (laughs) dr stone dr stone comes out how's the first episode you're like yeah this is actually number one yeah like if you have like like fortune telling powers that you can go into the future and back then i'm like all right i'll give it to you all right all right but i know you don't have it i know you don't have it because you you because you like sort of online so that's obviously you're just a loser weeb <laughs> that's right i told you i'll get you back but uh yeah so dr stone will be back i believe it's on a wednesday release so we will start ranking that uh the f- next week's uh board ranking uh but so we're going to move on uh to the ninth spot uh project scarred Pre-80 no kizu uh or project scar scar on the pre-80 I don't even know if I'm saying Prady correctly, but uh Prouder. Prider, Prader, yeah. Um it came in at number nine. It dropped three spots down uh from the sixth spot that we had it in last week, uh when we voted it all in. Uh we'll hit it with uh Matt first, because I believe uh you told me you were actually uh very happy with this show. Oh yeah, it's like I like the action and everything in this one, but I just don't like the 3D environments. Like, I know it's pretty unique for like anime, but if if they wanna, if it was like better detailed or something, I would have appreciated it more. Mm-hmm. I think we but, also all came to that same conclusion as well. Yeah, yeah. it was a little hard on the eyes. Uh, yeah. but, but I kind of get why they chose the uh, CGI so they can do those more dynamic uh, action scenes I think yeah because like when you're not when you're just looking at like just still images of like the city like that fucking like little like building that was blowing up and then we saw it caught on fire and then we're looking at the fire I'm like what is this is this Golden Kamui season 1 like that kind of fire like it looked really bad CG fire uh, but when you hit it to the action scenes when they're like jumping around and they're shooting their guns it's hard to see the cg environment so then it's easier for these guys to like move through uh the environment without having to worry about any detail and uh, the camera work is like like it's just kind of just beautiful to the eyes sometimes oh yeah it's like super when they enter combat it's just like the entire like camera just goes fucking ape shit like dy- yeah. it's dynamic it's frenetic it's like sweeping angles um i also a little bit maybe over overzealous if i if i may um put that in because like at one point there's like this this tracking shot with uh ag he's like uh rushing at like some troopers and the camera falls like from like falls him head on as he like rushes at them and he runs it looks like he runs through like 10 blocks to get to these troopers. <laughs> That's like half a mile. He runs half a mile in the yeah, shot. Yeah, in a span of a couple of seconds. Yeah, in a span of a couple of seconds. Like the bullets are like flying at him. He just is running, running, running. So the camera goes a little bit nuts with what kind of scenes they're trying to display. But uh, uh, I mean, it's it's very like exciting combat. Yeah. Can you imagine they actually got like a real like cameraman to follow these guys that guy <laughs> must be either like the fittest guy in the world or he's just like fucking passed out after i mean like, like seconds of filming. the camera's moving at like 80 miles per hour i feel yeah, like he, so like this guy's sitting in like in a fucking like bike or like a like a car just trying to like follow like these guys <laughs> oh fuck he's going so fast but uh 
yeah i just the, the camera work is like it kind of gives me i know i don't watch i didn't watch like attack on time previously before the season but it gave me those kind of feels where it looks like this camera is so dynamic and it's trying to follow the movement of the character and it really feels like it's kind of like one of those like th- like theme rides at like uh like a yeah. theme park you know <laughs> like like harry potter like you sit in like you sit in, like on like this like little cart but it's oh, kind of like it's supposed to mirror mirror like the the car in like chamber of secrets a little bit so you know like it feels like oh you are the character and you're going through all these motions uh and it feels like it's the same way with this anime so i feel like i'm one of those pretty boys uh going around shooting people for no apparent reason other than it's a lawless zone so but yeah what are you gonna do about it (laughs) uh okay but um uh, how'd you guys feel about the the ending we lost the main character well not really the main character uh more like but it's what one can say compare it, apparently he's it's the, a main character he's the mentor who dies in the first episode to pass on uh you know the mission to the real main character um uh another i mean dog that was fine again uh i i thought that it was you know pretty obvious that mm-hmm. uh the main character he uh he's just a average joe who's you know i mean he can shoot really well but he's otherwise a normal human yeah he needed um, that special tattoo to power himself up uh kai i remember you were saying during while we we're watching this uh i don't know if it's a bold prediction from you and i don't know if you want to lock it in i was gonna I was uh, about to say it that every episode yeah. there's eight there's eight main characters or something I mean, there's like what 12 episodes or some shit right yes so every episode we're gonna lose one of them up until we got like three left and then once we got those three left they're gonna like carry the like the pa- last four last three to four episodes of the show but will they die at the end as well those last yeah, you know three they all die all right they all die <laughs> kai is locking it in for the prediction Wait, is board this a, is this a based off a of manga oh uh, yeah it's a manga is Probably. it still ongoing actually um you know <laughs> i i want to say like it's an original started like september 17th uh oh, last year so I... it's very recent um yeah no idea then. Sure. all right all right it's just gonna be like I'll, I'll say like maybe three more people die let's go with that three more people die all right yeah, in, the, in this season die. yeah okay got it Locking it in for Kai on the on the prediction board. Three more people will die in Project Scarred. Uh, Guarantee. Guarantee. But uh, okay, so we'll move on uh, to number eight on our list. Uh, Jaku Kara Tomozaki Kun, or the low tier character Tomozaki Kun. Uh, It is one of two of our rom coms that we have on our list this season. and i want to hit it uh with lance first because i'm very interested to hear uh our rom-com aficionado how he felt about the first episode and the hook that this show has uh for this rom-com you know um when i first watched through it um it wasn't i wasn't like too positive on this episode um Mm. the narrative is very heavy-handed um 
and uh, a little bit more so than other like similar rom-coms that we've watched like Oregairu like uh, it's it's very very similar in that the tone of the protagonist's viewpoints and negativity he has like, he feels towards uh society Normies. in general yeah yeah and then um he has a beautiful female lead to um you know kind of reshape his viewpoints on the world um it feels a little bit more heavy-handed uh, uh a lot of um the way hanami talks to him is it got me it got very hard to believe um there's someone like this willing to help him out but then i watched it a second time and i started putting myself wow. in the mindset of the characters wow. um uh-huh. uh of like once you start thinking of it in a way like it's not just the most popular beautiful most capable girl in the entire school talking to like the the bottom feeder dude of, on the social hierarchy um it's more like two uh gaming rivals Mm-hmm. that have a respect for each other already so they're willing to like open up and be blunt and uh be very like face value with each other uh, once i started thinking of it that way i actually started liking it a lot more um mm. i started thinking of it much less so as an origairu um sort of yeah. more like a, just another like almost like a self-help sort of anime because mm-hmm. when i started actually like listening to the things that hanami was saying uh towards uh, tomozaki uh I actually started like thinking you know she's got a good point when she's she when she told him man you should um how do i look so good all i have to do is uh, i smile and i have good posture and as she said that i felt my spine strain out <laughs> i was like you know what, <laughs> hmm, well, um, what you know? This, is, this is actually you know in a way kind of an educational show and mm, yeah. if i take it at that then um the way that hanami just has so much confidence in herself and is like a, a teacher to tomozaki i, I started liking it Mm. All right. I then I want to move it on to the mat. Uh you are the high point man for this one. You gave it third place. Uh yeah. so I'm curious, do you feel like you're very connected uh with Tomozaki? Like do you feel like you you feel his shoes easily and that you uh can relate to him a lot cuz I feel like that's the reason you gave it such a high spot is cuz you you feel like you can relate to this main character a lot. The only thing I can relate to them is that life is a shit. <laughs> and that so, uh, I suck at video games too, so I, I, I can't relate to him on that. <laughs> All right, I guess we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> Just but, kidding. Um, Does any, anyone else have anything to say about uh, Jakukata before we move on? Um see i feel like it's, it's gonna be hard like ranking this anime high just this is my uh assumption like early ups- uh, your fifth place prediction. shit yeah it's because like hori mia's just way too good what can yeah, you say you have to put them head to head we'll get like, into that tough. um yeah but, uh, yeah but like right now just from this week when i like when we think i'm thinking rom-com anime that i watched this week all the image in my head are just Hori Mia, and it it was yeah. so hard for me to like remember, remember what happened yeah. because it I, was, I don't I don't blame you. It's just I don't blame you a bit. And then definitely like some parts of it were good, like where the part where uh, she points out about you know the way he dresses and the stuff yeah, the like, shabby ass clothes he was wearing. Yeah, 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 and all that kind of stuff. Well, that 
was pretty good, pretty good. But like Horimiya, though, you know, it always just yeah gets me like that. Comes back, yeah. Um, so I think that's going to be one of those things uh, with this like top ten ranking board. I think it's going to be one of those things where like overall top down the production for each anime is good like i i feel like even after this first week i can like if someone asks me hey what's a rom-com you can watch i can recommend both of them and i feel like Mm -hmm. yeah they're both pretty decent i feel like i can still say that at the end of the season but like i think i think you'll you'll see it too uh viewers and uh listeners at home when you're looking at like everyone's like vote chart and like how they voted for each week everyone is gravitating towards particular anime because there's something about it that resonates with them and i i kind of like how like you're starting to see like our taste in anime like like the fall season didn't really give a good uh view on like what we like and what we're looking for in anime because there was quite a few animes that were just so doggy doo-doo that we just couldn't like like get out of it but these ones top down 10 they're all watchable enough uh that uh, we can recommend that you can start seeing like um you'll start seeing like later when we get higher up into uh the boards like kai's leaning a lot towards heaven's design team like you can see he really likes that one you know um uh lance hortentia saga you know he's all about them fire emblem and stuff like that so and then like like this one with jokichara for uh for uh for matt you know like everyone's starting to like piece together like who they are as an anime watcher and we were finally going to be able to show it through this board uh so very excited go weeks down the road would that change or will we be staying the same uh and i wonder how that will go i want to add one more thing for uh tomozaki-kun yeah. um yeah even though like you know the narrative can be a little bit heavy-handed there's one thing that i noticed immediately and i think all of us did this is a very very pretty anime like uh from like the designs of the characters and also like clothing i know that uh you notice that too a lot um like the clothing design for characters peter Mm -hmm. um the the animation team or the character designer um they know how to draw characters in a very eye-catching way yeah Um, which is uh i know project number nine isn't as popular as like other words like clover works and pia works and stuff like that yeah. Uh, and they don't really have like a heavy list of anime that you can be like oh shit now i get it um but uh i think the closest i can point it out that project number nine has done i don't know if anyone's watched it um uh netoge uh netoge no yomi wa i don't know if i don't want to read the rest of it yeah so how long this fucking title is what's the english name for this one uh it's uh, uh <laughs> you thought there were no girls online <laughs> yeah and you thought there's never a girl online yeah it's uh it's like kind of at that like same silly aspect but like the girls are like very vibrant and pretty and like uh yeah i i'm very particular like you i think you know uh you listeners at home when you guys get to listen to more podcasts i'm very particular on women's fashion because I'm, I'm like very like they have to like they have to have very good fashion sense uh, on top of being cute for for me to feel like they're like top tier can't just be like they're they're great uh personality or they're the fucking weebs and gamers mm-hmm. like that fashion no yeah that fashion sense like it's gotta it's gotta kill it and um just like a sidetrack uh uh rental girlfriend i think might be one of the best ones in terms of uh utilizing female fashion women's fashion in their manga and make it as a very good uh focal point for a lot of scenes uh like 
every chapter, every girl is wearing like something very popular that's in season uh, for women's fashion. And they always look different. So like, I know you guys complain that I hear it all the time when we're watching anime, oh, all their faces look the same. But once you start adding in the fashion, then, you know, it feels like a totally different character. So uh, we'll see how uh, how more uh, beautiful they get uh, as the weeks go on. But, I want to uh, see Tomozaki-kun just slay it, man. Like, Hanami turns him into like the biggest Chad bro ever. I don't yeah, think that's going to happen, but man. <laughs> biggest himbo of all time <laughs> we'll see how it goes um okay moving on uh to uh number six yes i said six because we actually have a tie we can't avoid these fucking ties um and i feel like we're gonna tie a lot uh this winter season because a lot of these animes are very uh, close to each other yeah uh but tied for six uh tenchi zozu design boo or heaven's design team uh we'll start with that one first uh, looking at everyone's vote, Kai third place, Lance fifth place, I'm seventh place, and Matt is ninth place. Um, so we'll hit it with the high point, man. First, Kai, um, I know you were very excited when you watched the trailer for this one. Uh, yeah. How'd you feel about this week's uh, episode? I think I watched the trailer and it definitely like met my expectations of what this anime was going to be. Mm-hmm. It's exactly what I imagined it to be, you know. They start talking about an animal, and then they, the part that it did, did like, the reason why it's third place is because of the mechanic, the engineer person, like how, yes, yes, like, <laughs> the fact that you know, I just thought it was an anime where they talk about, oh wait, let's think of an animal, oh that'd be pretty cool, and they just you know talk about it and make fun of it or something, but you know they actually test it out with each rendition like yeah like a total yeah. type of it and all like that uh, the deer with the big head just like fucking fell because it had anemia or whatever didn't have any blood <laughs> yeah. or some shit like that's so funny like that they try yeah. to do it and you know they do this whole what if we did this yeah um, that I, that's the interesting part right it's, it's like so interesting all these like crazy contraptions to an animal like we never think about it because we know this animal and we know what yeah. it's capable of but oh what if it's like this or what if it's like that and like i don't know how much research this this like uh magica has done uh in terms of like just animals in general but like he seems to know a lot to be able to like kind of frankenstein like certain parts of uh traits and animals and like th- this is the science behind it this, this is why no way a giraffe can do this anymore or whatever so uh yeah, yeah. I, I so that's why i don't know all the characters are very colorful too and they all yeah. have their own core oh, yeah. personalities it yeah. makes me wonder why Matt? why'd you have to put it in ninth place <laughs> <laughs> um because after living in an apartment with two dogs i do not like animals <laughs> holy shit oh no the truth comes out the guy's like fucking flabbergasted you can't oh believe my this is God. happening no Just- you know like how every hero has his origin story of why he has these certain quirks and why he has to fight the <laughs> the evil dragon <laughs> for matt it's yeah, yeah the, he, he got yeah, he as a, a baby two two dogs just literally like bitch slapped him he just couldn't live it down so you know, he hates every animal in existence but <laughs> i think it's one of those things where like like yeah it might it might be the animals too but it's also like 
personal choice like, personal like personal choice but uh, i think it's like also like not a lot happens you know what i mean it's very uh for coma yeah, uh s to me right oh Where it's yeah. just like just straight up punch like joke punchline like set up the joke mm-hmm. punchline set up joke punchline kind of thing so uh those kind of animes are like like you have to be really into that particular aspect of what they're trying to make a joke of or just like the idea in general because four comas isn't like funny for everyone it's like not everyone reads sunday morning uh cartoons on the newspaper like no one's like i want to find out what garfield and how he's gonna fucking eat lasagna this week like not a lot of people give a shit about that but if you like garfield and you like lasagna then you know you'll read it so i think i think it's one of those kind of aspects so that's a good analogy yeah so i know I, i was thinking about it all like today like uh, <laughs> wow how am i gonna like piss this together <laughs> yeah um but yeah so we'll move on to the other anime that got tied in sixth place uh it fell down one spot from his fifth place uh from the initial voting uh urasekai picnic or other side picnic um this is the same director as Steinsgate. uh very sci-fi supernatural uh in modern time uh and there's a lot of like technology and this crazy world in it uh looking at everyone's vote chart uh let's see kai and matt are fifth place i am at sixth place and wow lance is at eighth place so i will pick on him first uh because he's a low point man eighth place man what happened what's what's the deal bro you know um i watched it the uh this is another one i had to watch twice because but the reason for this one is that I couldn't understand what the fuck was going on the whole episode. <laughs> the way that they give information on this isekai world or other side world um, is so bad that I just could not, I couldn't follow what their motivations were. I couldn't understand why they would want to work together or why they would want to keep going back to this world for. Um, it, it was like, yeah, it, it just, did not convey information very well to me when I first watched it. Did you guys have any issue with that or you had no problem? I'm okay with that. Personally. <laughs> like I, I don't I don't I enjoy the storytelling where, you know, they give you a bunch of these random pieces of the puzzle and then around like episode four or five, you know, you have you get all the pieces and you can like oh, you know that's how think, what's going on you know i think it would help if i was like like from japan because i had to like i actually had to do some research um on top of watching it twice i had to go in and like like i had to like translate what kune kune is it's a uh, it's basically japan's equivalent of slender man yeah um there's this a bunch is of like folklore heavy yeah stuff, creepypasta right? stuff and uh yeah. i mean that that has a lot of steinscape vibes um i mean steinscape entire the entire plot of steinscape was based off of like internet like like creepy pasta theories like about yeah. this guy mm-hmm. who, who like time traveled and he like claimed that he he's from the future was yeah. the entire premise of steinscape and now we have um people on like 4chan or i guess 2chan um just being like <laughs> hey Look at this, uh, this white thing just wiggling around waggly. In, the, in the rice field. It's a kune kune, a wiggle waggle. <laughs> and then, and then just spiraled into like a big, like folklore online about what it is and how it behaves. And then they take it and then it's brought into this anime and they take it seriously. Like it's a real monster and all these other like 
uh, made up or not made up. They're very real. Sure. They're very real. Wiggly, wiggly. A big Bigfoot creatures are uh, are real in this other side world. Um, once I did all that research and I was able to grasp all the information, uh, I was actually able to like process the episode and, and start to enjoy it. But uh, like based on that first episode, like you're thrown in, the girl's like in a puddle. Why is she here? Where uh, where is she? Um, here's another girl. She throws something at this thing. It dies. They run back. Uh, I could do a shot for shot the whole episode. Like it's literally <laughs> right. like if I was driving at night without my lights on, I don't know what's going on, and I'm scared. Right. I'll be the middleman here. I'll combine these two guys together and like both both points here. I think like what Kai was saying earlier about like how like this could be one of those animes where like they'll give you like a whole bunch of information this episode and then like change it up, different topic, different scene, all these answers. And then like sooner or later, all these questions start popping up down the road, like four or five, six episodes in. And then you're like, oh, but I have the answers. I just gotta like piece them together. I feel like it might be one of those kind of mind fucky psychological things where you have to really think uh, from start of the anime to the end of the season uh, to piece everything together. Uh, but I do agree with Lance, um, the girl's motivation to go to the other side felt rushed. Uh, like. Like literally, like you know, they had the they they fought the first one. They threw the fucking bag of salt, and they were like, "Yippee! I got a cube!" And then all of a sudden, they like go uh, get a drink, and then they go to school. And then it's like, "Well, if you come with me, we can make more money." Like it was just kind of like, I don't I don't know these characters enough to accept the motivation that it was just for money. Like, mm-hmm. what is this blonde girl all about? What is this glasses girl all about? Like, there wasn't enough information. Yeah, but is, is like a, a Soto, is she like in financial trouble? Does she need the money? Does yeah. She, how did she stumble upon the other side world in the first place? Is she like a, a two-channeler, like hitting up with Karisu online and they're just like, hey man, <laughs> if you punch in these buttons on the elevator, you'll go to another side world. And Soto's the kind of person who's like, yeah, yeah, I'll right. do that shit, and I'll yeah. keep going back there on top of that, no matter how dangerous it is. Like, I don't okay, know wait, anything hold about on, her. Hold on, hold on. If you found a door to a mysterious world, wouldn't you? And then you go in there. Okay, the first time you go in there, you have a, like a kind of spooky experience. But wouldn't your curiosity peak? And wouldn't you want to go back in there? Wouldn't you want to try Narnia out? Really? Yeah, that looks like that looks like I'm a no. Like, no. <laughs> really? No. Like, like if there was a fucking wardrobe okay. that you went in, and then it's like a fucking ice, you know, land, like snowy land and shit, you wouldn't be interested. Like, uh, ah, even... man, I'm just gonna walk out, close the okay. wardrobe, and just be like, if I was a filthy two channeler like Karisu maybe if i loved i i love wiggle waggle i i post it all the time on that reddit <laughs> i fucking i fucking admin one of the the reddit channels for wiggle waggle and i saw one i'd be like fuck yeah i want to keep looking for more and they give me a cube of cash hell yeah but me <laughs> No, that's so stupid. There's a uh, you need a you need to be discharging gun. You find guns all around here. That's fucking creepy. You find a corpse here. That's fucking creepy. And they're just like, let's keep coming back here. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you be interested, curious of what this other world might hold? Especially if you on your first try, 
you, you were able to defeat whatever was spooky. Yeah, it was scary. It was your first time, but hey, you had this idea. I, I threw a rocket at it. It fucking died. You know what? I'm the king of the world. Let's fucking enjoy more of this. Like, let's see if there's any Digimons in there. Like, Pokemon? <laughs> you know? Like, ah, uh, you would. But, but this would. reality, it reminds me of, like, Stranger Things, like, the other side. It's just exactly fucking creepy. Like, why, I wouldn't even go step in the haunted house. Like, why would I go back to that? Okay, okay, okay. We'll see. Yeah. It wasn't a haunted house though, was it? No, I mean like I wouldn't. No, it was just the outside. It was like yeah. a post-apocalyptic wasteland. Like I don't I don't like creepy. how well, I don't like how the fact that like she like tossed the like Toriko like tossed Sarao a gun and she was like, Yeah, oh, I just found it here. Like what what do you mean you just found it here? Like guns just don't lie around like, and the fact that like people this, fall like, into this world. Just picking up like equipment off the, the side that respawns. <laughs> like huh? where we drop it, boys. <laughs> but I think you know what, now that we're all talking about it, um if we take it if we accept everything that's going on, um, that this is just a weird world where guns are lying around, and then we just keep moving forward, we just keep sticking with it. And then, like Kai says, there's going to be an episode where everything starts to make sense. Like, um, oh, other people come in here with guns because they're they're thinking the same thing as uh, Soto and yeah. Koiko. Uh, and they uh, die yeah, and they drop their guns. Uh, that's then, what I'm at the point, too. Yeah, yeah that people then, are Yeah, I would accept in. that. But, like, if we weren't sticking with this, I would have dropped this episode. Or this, uh, this. Wow, oh, you're wow. so rough, Lance. Yeah, wow. this one was, this would, one was you rough. You would rewatch Iwakakeru Sports Climbing Girls. You would rewatch Last Crusade. I would have dumped those over two. And okay. Dumping it, I wouldn't. Fucking chance. <laughs> like what? Oh, okay. man. I hate to say this, Lance, but this is gonna be Steins Gate. 2.0. You know how shitty the first few episodes of Steins Gate I was? love the first few episodes of Steins Gate. <laughs> I fucking I love them. No, no, no. Okay, I loved it too, but everyone fu- seems to fucking hate it. Everyone's like, oh man, I don't know what's going on. Did the person die? Why is she still there? What is going on? And I'm like, dude, just fucking watch the anime, That's dude. the mystery. But uh, this one, I, I don't know. It's just a little bit harder for me to swallow this mystery than Steinsgate's mystery. Right. Maybe because I like maybe because I like Okabe more. Then. I saw Okabe's like mysterious thing and I, <laughs> I came out totally fine. This one is just weaker. All right, all right, all right. Ding, ding, ding. All right, we're, we're done. <laughs> round we'll one see. is over. We'll come back with round two next week and you guys can fight it all over. Wow, I can't believe. I thought we were done with having a huge argument on animes, but I can't believe that we finally found the one that we might have the hugest argument with. I thought we were done. I thought all these animes are good. Everyone was happy. Dude, it's only getting It's only getting like. It's like, just to let everyone know, I researched, I grabbed every trailer possible, I got as much information so these guys can vote as, like, with much uh, idea of what they're voting on as possible. So we don't have a fiasco that we had last season where we were just picking animes at random. Uh, but I guess it wasn't enough. I guess it wasn't enough. We're, we're, we are back, back to fighting again. Uh, but... Uh, moving on from this uh, crazy family affair, uh, we'll move on to the number fifth spot on our list. Uh, we're halfway there. Uh, so Hortensia Saga has taken the fifth spot and moved up three spots from the eighth spot uh, last week when we voted it in. Uh, looking at everyone's vote, 
uh kai sixth place lance is fourth i'm fifth and uh matt is eighth so uh i'll hit it with matt first uh why didn't you like hortensia saka this week i don't know it kind of reminds me of like uh, uh something similar that i watched this would be like nino kuni except with like less magic Mm-hmm. and i prefer like the more fantastical like uh medieval times than the more regular sword and bow fighting that's right i i, re- I re- like if we're comparing to like seven deadly sins this isn't as like striking in terms yeah. of like what they can do in terms of uh attacking and everything like this so uh but let's uh let's go to the opposite i know uh mr fire emblem uh man over here <laughs> just like that jrpg put it on my face um yeah. it was uh you know i was i was really worried about um this anime if it would you always gotta worry with video game ad- adaptations um especially like a mobile game uh turning that into that's anime, very but, old yeah um but they did a good job i was i was really happy with uh how it turned out i i thought the action was shockingly really good um i thought there was gonna be like a lot of still shots um but they actually had pretty fluid fighting uh yeah. the story is i mean it just reeks of like cliche fire emblem and i'm sure people are gonna club me to death for keep comparing it to fire emblem but um i mean it was, it was pretty cliche but the uh the character designs i thought were solid i thought um the narrative you know it did its job so i see a lot of potential for this one i think this could be um i think this could be like a sleeper for us like uh, the one yeah. that is underestimated but does pretty damn good on this ranking yeah and i hope this is like it does well enough to where it's like this is like the the standard that we're looking at i feel like it won't be so crazy that it's gonna like just be on everyone's radar at the end and no, people are just gonna be like whoa holy like shit that. uh but i'm hoping it'll just be kind of like hey there's a lot of other similar uh like jrpgs or just video games in general that like you know will do very well uh in an anime format and i hope it doesn't uh like fall flat on its face because uh, it's kind of representing uh that this season so i just i just want it to be good so then a fire emblem fucking anime can come out uh, like a good one and not like the really shitty like movies and ovas that they came out with so just, oh well you know i think it's like the most refreshing thing about this um about this one for me is that mm. it's not an isekai it's a medieval just fantasy, set story yeah. that is not like you know based on a video game or uh the main character has like you know all taku like mindset. yeah he can it's pull up a screen yeah yeah it's like it's really following a, a legitimate like prince in a medieval time or um mm-hmm. princess mm-hmm. in a medieval time uh so that that to me like sets the stage for like a more uh unique world for us to like see in this show right because then we're learning about like this whole world and it's not like in the aspect of like oh i'm just a op game character like yeah, how am i gonna I gotta do learn this how to exploit this world and use my mp to this max potential exactly this one is just like just straight up like hey you know what like swords magic is like we actually have to train for years and actually like do tactics and like actually uh figure out ways to like take our kingdom back um and yeah it is kind of nice uh 
break from the isekai genre a little bit where we see that way too often where like an op guy comes in and he just like pulls up his skill chart or his skill, yeah. like skill tree and and be like, mm-hmm. like this this fantastic world but like through the eyes of like a gamer so then yeah you stop thinking of it as fantastic and more like oh this is a game yeah this one is like it, it, it's it's real life in an aspect for these guys for these characters so yeah uh it's nice and the girl the main girl uh maris marisu uh Maurice. fucking uh, adorable that little side ponytail action she got going on great i yeah, just don't understand sure, how she got away uh, for being a boy for the past like four or five years i still okay, don't yeah, understand that was, that. that was a stretch I, I felt like at some point you gotta figure out that this is a chick that's your you're fighting with like especially the the little sister that is the like i guess she became the maid of yeah, the family i don't like, know why she became the maid. Her, she's like, a noble foot like how can you not pick up that this is a chick yeah like you bound sooner or later be like oh do you need me to like give you a bath or like i don't know like help you change your clothes like like something or uh, wash uh, your uh your your chest bindings like yeah wow this a, yeah it's like i just don't understand but uh yeah i'm really excited i just i'm more excited with like uh like just using fire emblem references <laughs> like every like that episode. was probably the funnest part it's just like things we can see dude i didn't game. know what was going on because i was just thinking of fire emblem because the whole time we we're watching you guys are just talking about fire emblem and i had i was just like <laughs> try I, like in my head i would see all these characters right and they all have like different types of armor you know they're they're one guy's like on like an armored horse and shit and i'm like yep. thinking all those like and then you know you're seeing all the character names and i'm like trying to like <laughs> visualize them put them all together in my head I have no idea what happened in the episode because of that. <laughs> yeah, just, we just talked way too fucking much. It's just like, and like to me, all, all the character looked like a blur. They were just like, is this Fire Emblem? Like, it's okay. Whatever we joked about, we were probably right on the money about. Yeah, so it's not, it's, not, it's not like we we're lying to you or any way, shape, or form. Oh, yeah, definitely. We just gave it a fire emblem spin to it so then like you can be like ah yeah oh green units we can't get those yet and it's like blue yeah. units are ours and red units we <laughs> blue, kill like red, it's so yeah, easy red units are bad blue are good yeah. um, this guy is really <laughs> strong he'll probably be recruited later on in the story exactly so we're all good dude like we got you we got you <laughs> as as fans of fire emblem for like oh god what 2000 what six seven when when the first fire emblem came out on like the game boy yeah yeah that's how long we've been playing fire emblem so we got you dude we pretty much predict every single like turn and twist that this anime is gonna have and it's not like you're gonna miss on anything so you just might say like marth and roy and like some other elliewood and some other characters that are not part of this you know story but you know just don't say they're in the podcast (laughs) oh yeah Uh, is it time to take that uh intermission um uh yeah if you want to take that uh yeah new segment that you want to try out so uh this is a new segment for uh the we power hour um just a breakup uh, uh just how long we can go on for this uh this power ranking board uh so to break it up uh i want to introduce the uh <laughs> the we power minute uh this is a segment where um, we do q a with you guys um if you have any questions for us um you can leave it in any of our social media or maybe message us um through uh whatever um app you're using to uh, listen to this podcast 
uh, comment us on YouTube, uh, whichever method is most convenient for you guys. But we're accepting uh, questions at all times uh, and we'll gladly feature them in the upcoming podcasts. Um, for this week, um, we didn't have any questions come in. So I actually have a random question generator that we can use for today. And um, <laughs> we'll see what we get. Uh, I actually tested this out a few times. We got some pretty interesting questions. So let's see what we get today. Um, so for the uh, the We Power Minute segment, our question of the day is, what oh, yeah. is the best ethically gray life hack? What the heck? The what best ethically that gray life hack? Dude, I got one. I don't know what that means. It's what like something that that's like, it's like something you're not supposed to be doing, but it's like, you know <laughs> just it's do like, it anyways because okay, it's maybe, useful maybe it's all right, well, because know? it's like if you're from this country it's socially acceptable but in like other countries no, not it's not that country. i think it's more like um like like here's, here's a good example like let's okay. say um you yes, buy Kai something uh -huh. let's say you 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 buy something um and it breaks you bought it from amazon mm -hmm. and it breaks right wait let's not talk about this one i don't want to incriminate myself is this kai sensei kai sensei bad one because it's kind of like incriminating because then that means like that you've thought about or done um okay are you a criminal no kai i know you've done some pretty fishy shit you probably have a good one for this Hey, I'm just uh, saying, hey, you know, like, you can order another thing from Amazon, and then if it's the same thing, you know. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, you know, I Amazon guess Prime, I've done that, actually. Returns, so you know, right? But isn't <laughs> so, that morally gray? Yeah, it is. There are certain gray. brands on Amazon, actually, and this is a, a new policy a lot of um, distributors are doing nowadays. You'd be su surprised how many. Um, so, one time I bought a shirt that... Um, it, the size wasn't quite right so i got the shirt and i was like i want to return it to back to amazon but the policy for this distributor is actually that um they will refund you if the size isn't right they say it's our fault you can keep the shirt and uh we'll just call it even we'll refund you and just call it even and we're happy for you to buy the correct shirt from us uh, so basically you get a free shirt so i was thinking you know I'm a size medium. I'd like a medium shirt, but I'll just say that, man, this does not fit me right. Mm. So then I get a free shirt. Mm. And that's the thing that you can really do. Just check the policies with uh, on Amazon and a lot of them will spell out that if the size isn't right or it's like damaged or whatever, we will take you for your word and you're gonna get it for free. Uh, I just got a message from one of our friends. Uh, they wanna know the link to the shirt so they can uh, also mistakenly got the wrong size. With this information. Uh, just make sure to follow the We Power Hour and we will. <laughs> we will fuck up. Amazon over by fucking ordering t-shirts the wrong do size. Another question or, uh, 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 yeah, let's, throw, let's try to do one more. Uh, maybe one that uh, all of us can answer, not yeah. just uh, me and Kai. Maybe not, yeah, just fucking cheater, cheater, pumpkin eaters over here. Shut the fuck um, up, beater. I always... <laughs> fuck you, you sort of outline perv. <laughs> um, what animal or plant do you think should be renamed? 
What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. This is just a random question generator. Um, <laughs> what plant or animal do you think should be renamed? Um, oh, I'm gonna have to fucking edit like all this dead air out. <laughs> just gonna be sitting here like we power minute more like we power we century. <laughs> trying to think of an answer what i don't want change is hippopotamus i believe that's a perfect name for for, yeah. for that animal <laughs> I could agree. Hippopot- and it's so fun to say hippopotamus well, hippopotamus it is yeah so uh let's see oh oh i know i know um i think it's a, a praying mantis i want to change it to a stick bug <laughs> <laughs> That's that's the meme of the day, guys. Stick bug. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that graphic though on YouTube. Y'all, y'all can fuck yourselves. I am not doing that graphic. <laughs> I I can't think of anything. I I guess that's our cue to wrap up. This <laughs> just let's just thank you guys for joining us on Join that. Us and now first ever, <laughs> first ever we power man. I think it was a it could be the last. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, if you have any questions that you would like uh, us to answer, uh, feel free to um, message us or leave a comment. Please. On, uh, whatever um, you're listening to us on, and uh, we'll be more than happy to feature you. We'd be thrilled, actually. Yeah, it could be anything. It could be anime or manga or TV shows. Or just even like a or, personal question for us. Um, yeah, whatever. if you guys want to get to know us more, uh, please don't ever ask us uh, how we cheat the Amazon system again or how we want to rename uh, animals. We never answer those questions ever again. So. No, yeah, don't, don't ask those questions again. <laughs> yeah, but uh, all right. Thank you, Lance, uh, for that little break in our power ranking uh, board. <laughs> we'll continue on uh, to the number four spot. Uh, Mushoku Tensai Isekai Itari hon- Honki Dasu. Or Mushoku Tensai Jobless Reincarnation. <laughs> I know. I botched that one. I know. Just call it, let's just call it Jobless Reincarnation. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, Mushoku Tensai is uh, where a lot of people like to go. Go in the tensei, 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 Tensei. Sorry, Tensei, tensei is a genius. Tensei like is sen- like Sensei. Got it. Yeah. I am a Tensei. Um, so it came in at number four. It jumped up three spots from the seventh spot. Uh, that was the spot that we voted it in. Uh, looking at everyone's vote, uh, very, very different. Kai at seventh place, Lance at third place, I'm at second place, and Matt is at sixth place. Uh, so. I guess I'll go first since I'm the high point man. Um, this is the anime I really try to push uh, f- uh, to the guys to vote in because uh, I really want them to watch this anime and I'm really excited for it. I know a lot of other people has as well. Uh, this is one of the premier isekais uh, that have come out uh, in the past couple of years. Uh, everyone loves it. I think to me it might be top, top three uh, best isekais uh, that I've ever read uh better than uh very the very popular slime uh my time as reincarnated as a slime uh, i think it's much much better uh as shield hero as well um so this episode was very uh good in terms of animation i thought it was very beautiful uh the magic the the water uh magic that he was using it looked very like good beautiful the the way the water was like moving felt like very uh, realistic at times 
um and it wasn't very apparent in the manga as it is in the anime but the fact that like he has his inner monologues as a 34 year old and then you hear his child voice as he's talking to like people in his life it's just very like like i like i forget i forget that aspect that he he's a 34 year old neat that is a virgin and uh he was a loser like in the manga you kind of like after a while you forget about it he's just like a child growing up and he's just like this very powerful kid that like wants to keep learning about magic and swordsmanship and it's like oh yeah that's right there's a there's a weird old 34 year old man that's a perverted and uh he wants to like you know just do perverted stuff and talk about perverted stuff like that little smirk he had to the uh the to the maid when he put the the, the woman's underwear over his, his face i was like <laughs> yep this guy this guy is cultured he knows dude he knows he like when you put the panties over you guys smirk at every girl you see and uh it was um, <laughs> that's the power smile right that's there. the yeah that's that's the power stance you, you pull on those people but it's very uh it's very nice to see um that aspect because you kind of forget that uh when you're reading this isekai like after a while you kind of forget it's an isekai and you just kind of take it at face value it's a fantasy uh world where it uh it's it's a lot of magic a lot of swords and like yeah he just goes through it so and i think that's a really nice touch um to make sure that the viewers comprehend is that never forget that this is a grown man in like a child's Mm -hmm. body um because that's that's kind of a unique thing about this one usually they're um when a character is isekai for um, their series they stay they're like point for point themselves in the new world this one he yeah. really is like entirely wiping the slate clean and starting over but um you know with his original personality and uh i found it kind of it it really helped me like get engrossed in the setting and in the world because i was seeing um I, I felt like i was with this man like seeing with his eyes uh yeah was like to grow up in this kind of world and uh the possibilities of um like really i feel like enjoying the world because once um a character's isekai like oh like not uh like natsuki subaru um he doesn't really have time i feel like at times to enjoy the world i feel like he's always just in a constant battle because he's already like a grown adult he can be taking mm. on these challenges this time he's a boy and he's learning and uh uh i really i felt a deeper connection with um the world specifically um, that's that's an in interesting take yeah and it's one of those too is like you gotta remember like uh, in most isekais is uh overpowered uh character right like the main guy is always overpowered so it's never about like how the world is it's about how he can bend the world to his will basically yeah. so there's no significance of the world anymore because he's so overpowered that like whatever this world comes up against uh it doesn't matter he'll just do his like cheat magic and then like or he'll pull out his cell phone and he'll make shit happen <laughs> yeah so um but with this one i think you guys like to me like it was a hard sell just because i i know it's a slow start like these are this this kind of isekai isn't like very like in your face like i'm going to just show you all my powers it's going to be one of those like 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 you just like just forget that it's isekai just think that it's like you're starting from a child and you're like growing up to be an adult and you just see like this kid uh wanting to improve himself uh day in and day out and uh that little monologue scene he had at the end before the episode ended um really speaks to 
like the the, the tone the theme the tone and the direction that you know they're trying to go for is that yeah. you know i had this life before and i ruined it uh because of what i did my mindset and, and like uh everything about it this time it is not gonna happen like i am gonna take i'm gonna live life to the fullest that's basically what it is carpe diem uh in a, in a sense and he's just gonna be like i have to live my life to the fullest i gotta do everything i possibly can to get laid so yep. like i gotta do it <laughs> so you know like he's practicing magic all the time and like he's gonna start learning swordsmanship probably in the next episode and you're gonna see his growth and you're gonna really like uh come to appreciate him and like his positivity to try to like uh live every day uh, as full as possible so um that's why i'm not gonna get mad at you guys's uh votes <clears throat> kai matt uh i know it will move up in a couple weeks because uh, once more fight scenes come in and more characters start coming in uh, I think uh, you guys will really start enjoying this show. Or, you know, if you guys oh. don't enjoy the show, then I just canceled this entire podcast and we never talk to each other ever again. So. I, I really cool. liked it. It's just that the <laughs> five above it was better, I think. No, that's not acceptable. <laughs> not acceptable. <laughs> but, uh, I have another thing to say. It might yeah. not be appropriate, but this guy reminds me of... I heard on the news like over a decade ago, there was like this story where there was like two two fifth graders having sex or something in the classroom <laughs> and i'm thinking this this guy if uh, imagine if i could be reborn and had that insight like this guy could then that, that's the kind of shit i would be thinking of you what? know <laughs> I, you, you know you're not I gotta wrong be, i gotta be honest you're right because <laughs> like honestly this character uh, he's just big enough of a pervert that I can totally believe him having that mindset. I mean, he's already thinking about groping the maid, and uh, well, his mom. I feel like he he actually acknowledged that. Oh, this is my mom. It's so my mom. I can't really I just do it. Somehow can't feel that way. But yeah. then, like, he's like looking up like Roxy, and she's like, well, she looks like a middle schooler. I have a feeling she might be one of those one thousand year old mages. But um, mm. still, like, uh, uh, it doesn't. These are the kind of questions that you know come up when you're in a situation like that when you're reincarnated you are a fully grown adult as a, starting over as a toddler and you're a huge pervert yeah <laughs> like, a virgin too so like you're you're just itching to like get rid of that v card like when he was dying he was like uh why i just you can kill me but at least that's let literally me, the last my thing he thought of before he died yeah. was oh man i wish i got laid <laughs> yeah i was like oh man but you know what you're not wrong matt you're not wrong astute observation there yeah weird just, that you remember that kind of story from 10 years uh, yeah, ago i was just gonna ask you not to that question how i remember that <laughs> all right we'll move on we'll move on all right uh okay so in third place uh promise neverland season two uh it was also at the third spot uh last week uh when we voted it in uh very highly anticipated second season for a very very big show um the manga is done uh like uh last year so like now we're just like uh, we're just gonna hit the ground running I, like i'm assuming like it's gonna be like every year we're gonna get a season or two uh so we'll be able to be finished with the story uh probably by like next year or the year after um but how'd you guys feel 
seeing all the kids back uh now we have a goal in mind is now we're just wandering like just randomly escaped now we're wandering anywhere uh we have a goal we're looking for a william minerva um how do you guys feel about like that goal in mind and then just the overall episode it was great to be with the kids again it just kind of hit me like how much i really adore these these characters um these some of these fugly looking guys <laughs> well yeah <laughs> the norman looking but, uh, kid the norman looking motherfucker uh yeah <laughs> the one kid who looked exactly like norman but um Just... emma and ray especially um they're they're kind of special i feel like um like in in terms of like what i consider like really compelling uh children characters and especially like now that they're out in the world and uh they do a good job showing how they're scared and they don't know what's the right thing to do and uh for me this was just a fantastic first episode i was really really impressed um like immediately showing they weren't even like fucking around with the how dangerous it is they immediately start with oh yeah they're being chased by a monster like first you guys were like recap episode it's okay it's just gonna be a recap episode but no man we just went in there (laughs) I was just joking. No way we're gonna have it. We don't have time for a recap episode. There's a lot of shit that happens this arc, and I don't know if they're gonna fit it in twelve episodes. Like a lot of stuff happens. Like there's like um, this episode was so good, but there's like so many questions. They didn't yeah. answer any other question. It's like we just found out they are running. Oh, we've met yeah. people. Any yeah. questions answered? Nope. We are just still fucking nope. running. Yep. But um. I, I I did ha- I did talk to like Matt earlier. Uh, we were talking about Promise Neverland, and he did bring up a point that I thought was very interesting. Um, uh, he was saying like uh, the the aspect from going to like when we had season one, and the main antagonist was Mama, right? Like yeah. she was the she was the one that was staying in our way. But like we never really think about the demons too much. We think about her because she was like the she was the guardian blocking the door kind of thing so it was like human and now just like this first episode of season two we're just like just just straight shifted from it's humans to like it's like hey did you forget this is a demon world like you're like humans are run by demons and just like that that shock value from going to like thinking like i don't want to say it's like at the same level like attack on titan where you think we're in a bubble and then you see this outside world kind of thing but uh in some way shape or form that's kind of like how that was we were in this bubble of being in the ranch a children ranch and all we were thinking about is getting away from mama but now we're out here in this forest and now there's got this huge like like re-zero belt of geese motherfucker coming after me uh and then like these demons that can talk he like human language and then they're like dog demons that can also talk human language and run after you it's like it's like very jarring and i I think they did a very good job um in the anime to really portray that as like hey like you know you were running away from sister crone and you're running away from mama uh but you know they ain't here anymore there's like bigger fish uh in the sea right now and it's these guys uh and i'm really excited for you guys to see uh more of the demon civilization like you guys are gonna have to like actually see like the world outside uh and with these kids you'll see it through their eyes yeah uh, so they're I'm shockingly see that. highly intelligent the demons um 
Yeah. Like, even like the the dog demons that look like they would just be like bestial and like maybe like lower intelligence. Like they spoke perfect crisp. Um, I, I guess Japanese, so they they had like no issues communicating. Like I was shocked by how intelligent <laughs> they are. Um, yeah. I also like the the recurring theme of running. Um, that was a big um, skill you had to have in the first season. They trained against mm-hmm. um, Krone. Um, they that's how they escaped was their speed. Yeah, and a uh, game they, of tag. Yeah, and it uh, and Emma again. She opens with just pretend it's tag, guys. Just pretend it's tag and never stop running. Um, yep. Uh, I like seeing them run. Uh, the, the way that uh, Cloverworks animates them <laughs> run is. <laughs> uh it's weird to say but the way they make the kids run is pretty <laughs> like, uh it's a good thing you ended with that sentence because if you just say i like i like it how the kids I love, run i it, love it, seeing children run <laughs> yeah it sounds kind of bad it's just like uh i'm like, uh, like bad like with my binoculars like <laughs> oh, my oh no God. oh no i especially like it when they run from me <laughs> This how do I how do I title this episode now? Do I just title it like Lance we, is in his van and he talks about anime? Like yeah, <laughs> like I feel like it's like the Lance and Matt like candy van episode now. It's God, like it's he brought up like two fifth graders and then Lance is watching kids run. Uh, fantastic, fantastic way to start out the new year, huh? FBI, open up, like hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. But uh yeah, I'm really excited. Um I know you guys predicted uh uh the other week that kids would start dying. Uh does anyone have like an inclination like if uh is any kids that are up for grabs to, to get killed first or oh the really chinky yet? one. I thought it was like sorry, did I just the say that? Chinky one? <laughs> did you just say the chinky one? <laughs> the one that looks super Asian. <laughs> which which one is that one uh she has like black hair and she talked a lot this episode so i'm like you're setting up for a kill the black hair one there's wow. like a the, really like, young am I girl supposed to feel offended now hair. that i know the the, the 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 darker skin one the the, the little tiny girl with like no, the, the little she bowl? looks she looks asian i don't know how to describe this anymore without being even more racist <laughs> i mean it's already too late you already said you're like watching children run so like we're all downhill from here dude i don't we're know just talking about which one's up for grabs and shit too yeah <laughs> i gotta I, I gotta pull it up which i don't know which one you're talking about oh fuck it's not a good picture of all the children there. Uh, right there this one here the the one that kind of looks like baby uh kurene from naruto that one who's are that? you talking about <laughs> the, 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 the one, one right next to the like red hair um kurenai right the one with the red eyes are you talking oh, about her? yeah kurenai right. yeah that's okay her. okay got it I now, mean, I, now got i know vibes like she's gonna die um, now, now i know to I'm put that graphic up still sticking with my theory of um not too many people are gonna die. Um, at least in this season, I think like only one or two, honestly. Um, mm. Wait a second, because they, Peter they give the characters the they give the characters so I much personality. It almost seems like a waste to like slaughter them. I feel like only a few are needed to like really make us cry. Mm, but you have to remember nowadays with like these like newer age animes, I don't think they're afraid to kill characters that have. Uh, any type of personality or backstory. You know how, like, back in the day, like, 
we'll revive them or like oh they never truly died or like they're with the enter their life and then we were able to revive them and bring them back i think it's like i think we're we ha- we're in that new mindset now that like we're not afraid to be killing characters uh on the so. other hand maybe we're so used to that mindset that in order to have a good story you have to think the reverse of that and now mm. not kill too many characters because less mm. is more mm. i guess we'll see uh all right anything else on promise neverland before we move on no all good all right uh we'll move on to second place it was also second place uh when we voted it in uh for the season uh it is the second part of season two of re-zero uh this is an episode of a lot of questions and zero 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 answers uh it was a full pack 28 minutes no commercial break uh you only, you get the opening the episode and the and i don't even remember there was an ending but uh how did you guys feel did we get an ending? okay mm-hmm. so super packed but how do you guys feel that any questions going into the season uh was answered in this first episode i think we're gonna be finally out of the endless eight and that's what i'm excited about we're not gonna see the same episode same thing for the whole season we're actually going somewhere um, yes that, that I'm is really true. looking that forward is... to that like it's fine it's like the whole past season was like the endless late going all over with um the main character I can't remember his name right now but um subaru subaru yeah like uh, like you know looking at the whole situation from every angle and now he has all the pieces true he right? did spend the whole season just kind of like collecting gaining all knowledge. the key items now and finally exactly. he's collected it all i i want him to u- unlock the next door or something he's or... he's got, he just needed that final key and that final key was auto <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, i can't believe auto was the final piece of the so puzzle badass. to break this psycho that ending like, he was so badass oh my god auto's fucking hot the- <laughs> Like, do you, do you, do like, you think he has special right, powers? Garfield, square up, take your best yeah. shot. <laughs> like, and doing like a couple fists, like like uh, like thrusts up in the air. It's like, <laughs> um, but do you guys think Otto like is hiding something? Like he has some kind of like special ability, or like he's hiding some kind of like trait or like type of job? Maybe he's like an assassin of sorts, or you think he's just a merchant that? Uh, is probably going to win Best Girl <laughs> for our awards show in July. I want him to just be a merchant. Yeah, I think it's important that he is extremely ordinary. Yeah. <laughs> and yet, <laughs> he is the biggest badass around. The biggest yeah. chad around this fucking area. 100%. He tapped Garfield's shoulder and then he showed up in front of him. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, he was like using that smoke to his advantage. I'm like, hmm... Can merchants really learn that well, no, kind of stuff? Doing, he was doing that stupid sidestep of taking me from Prince of Tennis. No, not the sugar. <laughs> Stop. I don't want to think about that anymore. <laughs> um, but how did you guys feel about losing Puck this episode? That's probably like the biggest thing uh, to take away from it is that uh, Amila loses like, you know, the one of the most important things in her life uh, was her spirit, uh, Puck. Wow. Well the way that he left it just i don't know it just made it me big. think i didn't feel it exactly me too yeah. i think it's because we didn't see him last season yeah 
it came across mm. more like oh the author didn't know what to do with puck last season and now he's just like you know what i just don't want anything else to do with him anyway so he's gone now yeah <laughs> so, i don't know if he's dead I, or what but um no you know like matt asked me that too because he was also like he, he asked me do you think puck is dead i think it's one of those things where like if my knowledge of like you know like like spirit users from like other games are it's going to be those things of like there is a like a like an area like either like a some kind of like statue or monument that the spirit resides in somewhere like i assume like deep in that ice forest that like emilia was like crystallized in and she was able to find puck um so he's not technically dead but the contract that she has with puck can materialize him from that statue in the ice forest to where she is now that's why the crystal was so important um because he was able to help uh keep his energy in and so like he can save enough energy to materialize himself but once you break the contract you just go back to where you originally came from uh and then you're just stuck there again so i don't think puck is dead i just feel like it's going to be one of those things where like we have to come back to get him in the future because mm. he's still kind of like an important like being in terms of the world right like he's one of those like like seven wonders where like if you ever see him he'll like he'll like destroy the world kind of thing like we've seen it in you know the previous like uh first season like he he is destructible in every way shape or form yeah. i don't see that like going away anytime soon the way i i see it is um uh puck was more like a convenient um like shield to come out and protect amelia in like uh like super dangerous situations and i feel like um and I can't stop thinking of this like in terms of, like a writer's point of view, but it seems more like the author wants to tell a story where Amelia doesn't have a shield. And, right. Uh, Puck was getting in the way of that kind of narrative. So I don't really see Puck coming back. I would actually believe it if he's officially dead because oh, uh, I don't I know don't, I don't, we're going that direction where he needs to come back. I don't, I don't think he's going to come back in terms of like to, to be like Amelia's yeah, spirit again. Person. I think he's actually going to be an antagonist. I think he actually might get in the way, whatever, whatever fucking direction ReZero wants to go in, which like none of us have any fucking idea. <laughs> yeah, but I have no idea. <laughs> I, I think we'll have to fight him like an actual like beast. Like, I don't know if it's going to be like, like sometime down the road or like in the fucking future, but I believe that we will come back to Puck, but it's not going to be on good terms. I think it's going to be like, we're actually going to understand why puck chose amelia to begin with kind of thing and like why uh he's in this mess or not in this mess but why he like chose uh to be her spirit to begin with yeah and then chose to, you know uh to block her memories yeah and he never explained why he would block her memory exactly or what their agreement was and why he has to leave now so there is a mystery yeah. still to be told here so yeah oh. i think he's gonna be evil my mindset was way off. I forgot Puck was a dude. I was thinking, did the mom have to sacrifice something to turn into Puck and then rescue Amelia that way? Oh. Or something like that? Because because he said, I, I'm the one that loves you the most. And the mother said that the same thing. I don't know. Yeah. I did have that thought process that like, you know, maybe one of her family members like was able to get out the ice encasing and transform uh herself or themselves the puck but then i'm trying to remember like that that the that emilia like movie oh, that yeah, we watched the, last year yeah yeah and just the just the feeling of like it doesn't really feel like her family's ever gonna come back mm -hmm. in any way shape or form that they're like actually gone so it's just like it's kind of hard to believe like puck 
is a reincarnation or like some kind of like spirit transfer and then like puck was just like taking care of like that spirit inside his body i don't know yeah and narratively i don't really see puck like revealing oh i was your mother or maybe your father or something this whole I'm time i'm your father it twice seems, removed well, i don't know we've seen some weird stuff in re-zero <laughs> why not every you mean everything yeah everything's been freaking weird <laughs> everything's fucking weird but yeah so let's just hope like in the next couple of weeks i highly doubt even next week we'll even get any answers to any of our questions but like uh, let's hope we actually get some like some plot forward and some an- some questions answered and we can actually enjoy life in the Rezo world because it's really hard to uh, enjoy life at all in any way shape or form uh, yeah. but the one place uh we all do enjoy life uh will will be in the anime that took the number one spot uh across the board almost nice across the board fuck you kai almost across the board everyone put in first place except for kai he put it in second um horimiya uh came up from the fourth spot into the number one spot for this week um i am gonna let you guys go first and then i'm gonna spend the next two hours talking about horimiya after you guys are done uh but we'll start with the uh, we'll start with kai first uh you're the one that decided to put it at second place i gotta hear why honestly because i thought ReZero was better you son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> but like overall like it's not like i didn't like hormia at all like hormia was great like I-, I loved i loved how the whole like the romantic you know the flirty stuff is already happening from the first episode you know yeah mm-hmm. and like they just strike they just get into it and i like how you know they're not like obviously open about it they're like oh you know we're just hanging out you know we're just friends but yeah. you know you can all you can obviously tell that she is like you know into him she's a little bit infatuated with him yeah yeah, yeah. the chemistry and, is very apparent and like i don't know didn't like what is Hordy the mia dude what is it for full name mia mora mia mora yeah like his, his character is so interesting especially for mm. any like typical anime or anything the fact that he's like uh he's not an otaku he, he's not a talker yeah i, I feel yeah. like that was like the the very, apparent that very important they established was that. that he every anime we watch is the main character male otaku average yep. um isekai or some shit like that but this guy's a little different he's like you know average uh, um shut in but he's not an otaku he he's almost like he's he, he lives he, his own he, life actually yeah he, he, he has like this like, sense of like danger a little bit with him right like you yeah. see the 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 piercings he's got nine of them in like yeah. in middle school he pierced one of them with a fucking safety pin you know like he has <laughs> multiple tattoos on his body he kind of has like this fence yeah so he kind of has like this reckless nature with him yeah. which is surprising when you look at him uh, exactly. at first glance yeah so that's, i think that as a character that's so interesting very rare uh how about you matt how'd you feel about uh Horimiya and your um, first take of it it's very rare where i get excited for like the animation style like i mean the last time i thought the animation was really good for an anime was uh anohana like mm. that vi- that the feel of just the aesthetic whatever Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I got the same feeling from Horimiya, and I was like, 
this is very fresh to me. Nice. I'm so excited to hear that. I mean, this is Cloverworks, you know, like they've done so much good ones. I think like obviously they've done like uh, first season Promise Neverland, but probably like the recent rom-com they've done was uh, Bunny Girl Senpai. Uh, And that one was also a very beautiful uh, looking one uh, with a lot of good aesthetics and the girls look so all beautiful in it. So uh, I expect Horimiya to, to be the same. That was good, um, uh, Bunny Senpai, but Horimiya is particularly eye-catching. Um, not just like, well, I think the character designs one are pretty unique. I don't think we've seen many characters that look like Miyamura. Um, and not just like his appearance, like it goes, you know, into his, the aura that he presents too. Um, uh, so like design-wise for his anime, it's, it's really, really, um, unique, I feel yeah um just just, i'm gonna go on a little tangent here uh because horimiya is really special to me and i kind of want to want to tell this story because uh uh, i i uh i thought about it last night uh after we watched horimiya um so while we were watching the episode uh all the guys were like, man, this is really great. Like all the animation's great. The, the couple is like very realistic. It feels great. And then, uh, I didn't say like anything the whole episode. I was completely quiet, which is not normal. I usually just talk it off, uh, all the time, especially if it's an anime that I know I like to talk about it, but I was very quiet for most of the episode because I was crying the most of the episode. Yeah, that was weird. Ah, pussy! Which is, kidding. Which is like, yeah. No, I like, honestly, like there was no reason for me to cry because nothing sad really happened. The melodramatic parts were like very like minimal for, you know, the first episode because it's the first episode. But to see Horimiya finally come onto the, you know, my like TV screen, I could see it animated. Like, uh, I read Horimiya when it was coming out in 2011. And at that time of my life, uh, I was uh, going through a lot of changes. I decided to like move to California on my own uh, and not go to college. And then I was going through like a breakup and everything like that. And I didn't have a cell phone or I didn't have like a laptop. I like didn't have like barely any technology. So I was like at the library all the time because there was nowhere else to go. And I only had an iPod touch uh to like surf the net or i used the computer at the library and when i was looking i wasn't i was into anime but i wasn't really into it like i am now and i wasn't reading manga a lot either but i ran into horimiya in the library i don't know how or like who ordered that book to be in that <laughs> library uh but the first volume of horimiya was there and i read it and i was like holy shit like this is amazing and like it just opened up these floodgates so then i would end up like i would sit at the library for like six to eight hours with the shitty internet trying to find like uh uh places to download horimiya like manga chapters onto my itouch so i can read it at home and i would i would go rent that book with my library card and i would take it home and then after i'm done with it i'll rent it again like that book like I don't want to say it saved me in that time of uh, time of need, but like it really helped like get past, especially since I was going through a breakup at that time too. So just kind of seeing like what love can like really be. And there's like the natural uh, like chemistry between the two of uh, Hori and Miyamura. Like, like that's, that's why I cried. Cause I can't believe it finally happened. And like, 
I, I that OVA of 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 uh, Hori Mia like that came out in 2013 that fucking shitty ass OVA oh like God, that's I what I got yeah. I was like holy shit like my goodness like it's bad. like one of the like rom-coms that are near dear to my heart and I get that shit I was like I thought it was never I thought I was never gonna get the anime that it deserves but uh to see that first episode to see everything that that trans- transpired uh like it just it booted me like I know Horimiya isn't my very favorite rom-com of all time but uh because of that time period and how was I introduced to it uh it I would never forget Horimiya that that has a special place in my heart those fucking goobers man I love them <laughs> uh but yeah <laughs> Peter's a fucking pussy. <laughs> but moving on. Why um, no one fucking said that? <laughs> yeah, um, that? Okay, well, I mean, yeah, Kai said- did, but I know <laughs> he didn't mean it. What? Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, okay. He's a, he's a sword, sword art online whore, so it, it, it balances out in the end. Um, but that that's, uh, that's it, guys. That is our top 10 uh, anime ranking board for the winter season for the first week um so let us know in the comments down below or even dm us uh what you guys think of our power rankings do you guys agree do you guys disagree um and yeah you know if you guys disagree a lot we'll probably talk about during the podcast because you know what else are we going to talk about except for anime (laughs) so um but uh anything else on this week's anime that you guys wanted to point out real quick um i just want to know like how impressed i am with this ranking list um just like the the sheer competitiveness that all these animes have i think all of us had like a hard time like placing like um some of these anime because they were in such close competition so i'm really happy so far yeah i kind of want to like once the season's done make that like this graph of like seeing like where all the animes like rank and so like you can see like the line going up and down because i feel like our first place isn't going to be first place uh like how it is everywhere it's not going to be like a jujitsu kaisen jujitsu kaisen jujitsu kaisen three or uh, honestly i think i like the top five all of them had like a shot for being first place for me yeah so uh i think we're gonna be rotating through these animes a lot more they're fighting for first place and it's gonna be really interesting to see uh, who brings their a game and uh, who brings their like a minus game because that would make a difference of uh these these placements so uh okay anything else no we're good okay well that is all the time that we have for today's podcast uh thank you very much for uh watching slash listening if uh you guys really like it make sure you hit that thumbs up make sure you follow us on any of the podcasting apps or even on social media please lance is slowly tightening that noose around his neck the less <laughs> he realizes that no one wants to follow our social media um it breaks just, my poor heart oh god and uh <laughs> leave us questions too because um uh we, we'll be happy to um you know have discussions with you guys uh, based on your questions and uh and we're totally open to um anything you guys might come up with so uh and then any other news i think i have um hopefully 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 as long as like nothing bad happens to my computer uh uh please uh, watch uh the previous episode of our podcast it is our award show for the fall 2020 season um 
we put in a lot of work for it we did a lot of uh debating for the nominees and uh the voting uh for the categories uh, was really tough as well and we did a lot of visuals and stuff like that i'm hoping for a simultaneously uh audio and video release of the podcast for that episode i know it's a little weird because i'm still missing like seven episodes of the podcast on on youtube but uh, we put in a lot of time for this award show, so please, please, please let us know what you guys think about it, uh, what you guys want to see differently, because uh, we're already starting to upgrade uh, for the next award show that we do in, I think, July. Uh, we already have preliminary like categories. We're up to like 31 categories now, so it's almost double the amount that we had uh, this fall season. And we're gonna have two seasons worth of anime. So uh, double the, to, the nominees, basically. Yeah, double the nominees, and uh, it's gonna be a very, very long show. So um, please let us know if you want to see anything on there. If there's an anime you want to make sure we watch before that award show, let us know, and then we'll see what we can do. But uh, other than that, though, any last words, guys, before we go? Tower of God! Tower of God! Tower of God! Tower of God! <laughs> Are you serious, man? Every week, every week, every week, you're gonna do this, dude. Oh my god. See you next time. (laughs) See you guys next week. Uh, We're off to jail. You're off to jail, you fucking dirty bastard. (laughs) (laughs) I can't go back. Tower of God! Tower of God! Tower of God!